Welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg podcast. I'm Megan Kerrigan and I'll be sharing ideas on how you can become a more consistent and confident dancer that understands your body and mind. Hello and welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg Irish dance podcast. We have got a very, very special episode for you today because we have got the lovely Amy Boland with us. Say hi. Hi, Meg. (laughs) How are you today? Great. Very good. So what we're going to be talking about today is just talking and asking Amy some questions. I'll give you a little mini introduction about her, but I'm sure some of you will know her, but also um, you'll get to know her throughout this conversation and this chat that we're going to have. Um, So Amy is under 12. Although when I posted before the world, all of you guys have got under 11 still in your Instagram names. So I put the <laughs> under 11 girls and then somebody replied. I think it was Michaela was like, no, they're under 12. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I was wrong, but you are under 12. Um, she had, she dances for Callan and McLoon O'Meara. And you have trained with us. This is crazy for almost two years now. Really? Isn't that mad? July 2021, so nearly two years since you started working with us at Move With Meg. Um, You have just, and we have both just returned from the World Championships. We'll talk about that in a little while. So let's get down to it. Anything else you feel like everyone needs to know about you before we get started, Aim? No, I don't think so. No, you think I've given you enough enough of an intro there? Yeah. Fab. She's also very cheeky. (laughs) in a good way so first question is have you come back down to earth after the world I think so yeah (laughs) I actually can't believe it's been two weeks I know I suppose it has been because you danced on that very first weekend I could say it doesn't feel like two weeks to me but but two (laughs) weeks since you danced it really is Um, and when did you come home what day did you come home we came home, we landed on Wednesday morning. And do you feel like you're back in the time zone now? Kind of, kind of. Kind of. Were you very yeah. tired when you got back? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, me too. I was very tired. Mm-hmm. But that's the emotion of everything as well, on top of jet lag, isn't it? Yeah. So you've come back off the cloud nine that you were on. think so, yeah think so so you didn't qualify for the world in 2022 I hope you don't mind me sharing that how did you make so much progress then in just a year so for those that don't know Amy qualified for the world championships this year and not only qualified she danced really well and got herself a lovely recall so in in just one year how do you what do you think you did to make such a big jump and such big progress in such a short time, really? I was like really, really, really disappointed the year that I didn't qualify. So that kind of made me work really hard, way harder because I knew how disappointed I was and how badly I wanted it the next year. Mm -hmm. And my goal was to qualify. And that was kind of the main goal. So like if I was having a bad day or anything, I'd think about the goal and what I wanted and how badly I wanted it. And I worked, I worked really, really hard in class and at home. And 
online with you and at home. And I tried to do as much stretching as I could and as much practicing as I could as well. And I, that's just what drove me on. Like I was so happy then when I came, when I qualified. Brilliant. So all of those things, do you know what's really hard for people to do exactly what you did? To take the disappointment and use that as your motivation. That's yeah. exactly what you did, isn't it? Yeah. So instead of letting that disappointment defeat you, this is what we call a growth mindset. You looked at that and you thought, right, that's not going to happen to me again. Yeah. And you used that. Did you go back to that moment of disappointment at any point throughout the year to try to motivate you more? Or did you just keep looking forwards, do you think? No, I went back to it a good bit. And I remembered how upset I was when I didn't mm -hmm. qualify. So then I just really, really, really wanted it the year after. So you really focused and you use that as, as your goal and as that motivation. So do yeah. you think now, this is going to be a hard question. I'm throwing this one at you. Uh, <laughs> do you think now that you're glad that you didn't get, that you didn't qualify that first year? Yeah. Do you think yeah. you wouldn't have worked as hard without that disappointment? I definitely wouldn't have worked as hard because I had I kept going back to this the disappointment and taking like what I could have done better and practicing on that working on that and then I kept there is Irish nationals and all Ireland's and I kept trying to qualify at them but I knew I had my best shot at Munsters so I tried mm -hmm. to as good as I could at Munsters. That's it really good and isn't that interesting because at that time when you when we knew sort of like you hadn't qualified if I had told you in the future you'll be glad of this you would have laughed at me and been like there's no way Megan wouldn't you yeah, yeah I was yeah so if that let that be a message to the dancers that are listening to this that maybe have been disappointed either at the worlds this year or not get into the world this year um that using the, those feelings and using those emotions that you've got as energy if we think about every emotion happy sad excited shocked surprised all of those things are just releases of energy yeah aren't they yeah, so yeah. if we use the energy of that disappointment and put it in as like fuel for working harder towards the year after like exactly what you have Amy then we're going to be much better off than using that energy to moan or mope around I mean there's time and a little bit of space did we do a little bit of that yeah definitely. we have to do a little bit of that sometimes don't we yeah but then just having a little moment having that downtime to have your little mope around because we all need that sometimes when we are disappointed but then yeah. stopping and thinking right this isn't going to happen to me again. I'm going to use this as my fuel. So well done. That's really hard to do, you know. Yeah, it, it was so hard to do in the moment because I, I kind of wanted to give up at that point. Okay. I had, did that run through your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing every single dancer that's listening to this has thought that at some point, including yeah. me, because I'm a dancer listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so also within that year then, you've suffered quite a bit with some niggles and the heels and stuff like that, haven't we? So yeah. how did you overcome this and still keep motivated and pushing forwards for that goal still? So 
I have like a lot of problems with my heels, but mm-hmm. um, coming up to majors, they get worse yeah. because I'm working harder. And at Worlds, they were still sore, but I had to just keep going and power through. And after, like when I was dancing, it was really sore, but I knew that afterwards I could rest and stretch it and all that. And I knew that the thing that really helped most was my stretching or massaging it and physio. But at like fetches, normal fetches, my heels would get like really sore side stage. Mm. And I think I wouldn't be able to dance properly. And in class, a good few times, I'd have to like take off my shoes and dance to my runners and stuff like that. Right. And did you feel like that at any point was taken away from that motivation that you had? Yeah, because it was like four weeks away from Worlds and they were getting like mm. really sore. And I thought like I wouldn't be able to dance my best at Worlds. And I just I felt like I wouldn't get recalled or anything. Right. And it, the, it, the really interesting thing here, and you brought up a brilliant point. These things often get worse the closer we get to competition. Yeah. And then we get more stressed about it or more annoyed about it or more frustrated about it. So our yeah. stress levels and our, we, we hold ourselves way more tense, which actually doesn't help them at all. Um, our teachers are a bit more like, you can't miss class or you don't want to miss class because it's the yeah. really important vital time. But you yeah. still managed to do this. So was there any key things that you think, if you were to give yourself advice again in that position, what would you say to yourself now, looking back, when you were feeling like, oh, they're really, really sore now, or I can't believe I'm missing class today, or what would you say to yourself to help yourself push through? Like, stretching still, like, hurted it, but I still had to, like, stretch for half an hour, 45 minutes on my heel, because other than that, it wasn't going to get any better. So, That's like, hard, just, isn't it? Yeah, I just tried to think to myself, like, stretching and massaging it that's the only way they're going to get better yeah and the difficult part part of that like you said is stretching it made it sort of worse yeah. at the time yeah but I tell um, myself to be positive as well because it like I wasn't positive at the point so I had to like perk off of it because I was really moped and sad it's so funny that because we talk about that sometimes at the gym because <laughs> I hate running, right? And a lot of my training and a lot of my competitions is running. So we laugh about it at the gym because we, we've read a few times like smiling while you're running apparently makes you like better because you're just not... If we're going, oh no, I hate this. I hate running. I hate running. Where's the end? Where's the end? We're more likely to give up if I'm like, wow, I love running. This is great. Even if I don't fully believe it, I just, I actually enjoy it more. So like exactly what you just said, finding that positive, like that positive spin on the pain that you're putting yourself through because you know that it's going to help in the future is a really good way to sort of deal with it. Yeah. But realizing that you said, did you realize that yourself or did you have some help with that realization that you were being a bit negative about it? I had a bit of help with that because I was just so Avine like really helped me before I went up for for my dance at Worlds and like my heel was sore she was telling me like you've worked so hard for this don't throw it all away and I was kind of like that's so true because I've worked a year and a half for this and I just wanted to power through this yeah 
power through this little minute and deal with that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like terrible coaches here. <laughs> like that pain doesn't matter. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> That's it. But it's knowing that it's knowing when it's too much as well. That's a really hard thing that Irish dancers struggle with. Do you think you managed that well this year? Or do you think there's points where I probably should have had more of a rest? There's points I should have had more of a rest. Yeah. And it's good to know that, isn't it now? Yeah. Like, I still find that hard to know now as an adult. Um, as lots of my friends always tell me and my family, like, take a day off, Megan. It's Sunday. And here we are sitting having a record of this podcast. But this doesn't feel like work, does it? No. This feels like fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So the where are we? Let me, I've lost my I've lost my trail now. Here we go. Okay, yeah, so here we go. You were consistently doing our one-to-one coaching since July 2021. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what have you learned during this time? And what do you think is important? Why do you think it's important during like your weekly schedule? Why do you think it's important to sort of keep it consistent, I suppose? And this isn't me being like, Amy, come on, tell everyone how amazing we are. But I just think <laughs> you're such a good example of the consistency with that two years and where you've progressed to. So talk me through that. It was so like doing your stretches consistently is key. And like I did that and now my feet, like my feet and crossover, they're coming naturally now that I don't have to think about them when I'm dancing. So I can focus on other things. And the mindset is really important then as well, because Mm -hmm. if you don't have a goal, you're not going to be able to aim for anything. So you need to have a goal if you're like going to try at least. Yeah, I well, I still have to do that now which is why I book in those those fitness competitions because I used to be like, right, I'll go to the gym at this point. And then I just wouldn't go because I'd be so stuck into doing something else. And that's the same (laughs) as at dance class when it's like, oh, well, I'll just dance through my steps a little bit. If you don't have that big goal in your mind, then it's hard to really turn up and push yourself all the time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, With like the consistency and your stretching, we've seen massive improvements, haven't we? Yeah. Um, you love a downward dog? Love a good old downward dog. <laughs> she's she's saying that through gritted teeth. Megan, take <laughs> downward dogs out of my program. Yeah. Um, but they work. And what the why we don't like them is probably because the heels, right? Yeah. Yeah, they hurt. That's definitely the reason. And that's yeah. it. So Amy's been begging me to take them out of her program for ages but we know that they work we do know they work no (laughs) they um but everything has improved like remember those wall splits when we first started them then you got them all the way down to the floor like the consistent progress is always there um what do you think do you think you would do all of that without move with meg no definitely why why and feel free to say it's boring because I know it is (laughs) I just wouldn't like coming on every morning when I just wouldn't be that motivated like when I wake up in the morning to go on with Avian and Amy I'm kind of in bed like I don't want to wake up but then I remember Mm. how fun it is to wake up and chat to them and do my stretches so then it encourages me to wake up 
Yeah. And the same happens to me. When I wake up and it's Irish bar at 6.30 on a Tuesday, I'm like, oh, gosh, I could think of nothing worse now. Once I'm on there and I'm moving, I feel great then for the whole rest of the day. Um, and also, it just, that knowing that somebody's waiting for you is important as well sometimes because yeah. that little bit of encouragement is that bit to get out of the bed. If that was yeah. just you on your own, like, right, I'll get up and do my stretches before school, it's so much easier and more tempting to go, right, I'm just going to roll back over again. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? We all love yeah. we all love sleep, especially when we work so hard. Definitely. So this this is a good question then. So movement med coaches that you have in the morning, Ave and Amy, um, they're always talking about your positivity and your love for life. So how do you stay so positive and energetic? Well, if you're not positive, you're not gonna, you won't feel good. You have, like, you have to be positive to see the good in things. Yeah. Because you'll be more confident. If you're positive, you're more confident. And I think, yeah. like, you'll, you'll feel better about your dancing. Because I remember I went to a fesh and I left my headphones at home for my warm up. So I was really cross with everyone. And then I went up for my heavy jig and it just wasn't good because I just wasn't focused in a way and I wasn't positive. Then I kind of perked up for my slip jig and it was one of the best slip jigs of my life. And isn't that interesting? Just from simply changing that mood within yourself. Yeah. Um, also, the bit that made me laugh there, I forgot my headphones, so I was in a mood with everyone. It was everyone's fault. <laughs> I do that. I do that. It's not me. Everyone else's fault. fault. Everyone else's <laughs> fault, but not yours. I do yeah. that. We all do that. We all love the blame game. Take it out, <laughs> especially on fest day. Because we've got this, like, all of this energy going around our bodies. We need to get it out somehow. So mom's poking you in the head with a grip and you're like, ah, mom! And, like, that comes out and you and mom are having a fight. Then yeah. you've forgotten your headphones. So then you're in a mood with everyone. But <laughs> learning to realise that, like, the good thing about that is you realised it. You might have had help to realise that, maybe. Yeah. Um, because once I didn't do a good heavy jig, I was like, that's probably because of my mood. Right. And you changed it and look what happened. Yeah. You've given yourself, that was like a science experiment you did there that day without yeah. even realizing, wasn't it? Yeah. So, okay. What happens then? Tell me this. Have you got a trick um, for if you are in a bad mood? How do you get yourself into that good mood? How do you get yourself into that good form? I've got a trick. I just think of like, goals really I think of what I want and like I imagine reaching the goal and how happy yes. I'd be yes that's it that's so good the feeling isn't it if you think about the feeling of actually getting to that goal like imagining that feeling I always try to say to people to like feel it within themselves that then gets you excited like yeah. I get energy from things like this so like chatting to you about this makes me really like I could go and li <laughs> literally take over the world after I do things like this because I'm so passionate and excited so like I have to try and find this feeling again then when I need it for other things that don't make me as excited um, yeah. so it's like digging deep and trying to find and feel those feelings that's funny um so okay Cool. I like that. I like the love for life there. Um, here's the bit I didn't tell you about. 
and it is our like quick fire questions so I'm going to ask you a question you've got to answer it as quick as you can and we'll just blast through them I've done this you you've listened to the other podcasts I've done this to, to the girls yeah. to all of the girls in there so um favorite food pasta good answer favorite color purple favorite day of the week Saturday Ooh. favorite month November, because Monsters is on. Oh, I was going to say, is that your birthday? Usually everyone says the one with their birthday in it. When is your no. birthday? September. Oh, so it's close. Close. <laughs> um, Favourite time of the day? Lunchtime. Or, oh. else, what? <laughs> or else what? Going to class. Going to class. Good answer. <laughs> Favourite place in the world? The INEC in Clarny. I love that place. <laughs> I love that place too. Maybe not my favourite in the world, but I like it. <laughs> favourite dance? Hornpipe. Or a slip chick. Or a slip chick. Okay, so at least you get one of each. Yeah. All the time. That's good. You, you're looking. And favourite person? I saw that look over to mum. <laughs> um, I think the correct answer is Meg. <laughs> no the correct answer is mom no the correct answer is Meg what is the answer <laughs> what was the, what was the first thing that came into your mind my dog your dog there you go you can have the dog there what's your dog's name Sammy Sam, of course yes how did I forget Sammy Sammy wins okay I think mom would ha be happy with that one I'll let you have that one as well I saw the eyes just went like to the left and I was like <laughs> She's like, will mom tell me off if I don't say her? And will Meg want me to say her for the podcast? <laughs> well done. Good, good thinking. Um, okay, nearly there then. Last question. And I think this one's really important. Um, if you could only choose one thing to say to the dancers that are listening, that are in your shoes or like where you have been, maybe that like not recalling, what would it be? Just one thing you could tell them. Hard work and consistency. Hard because, work and consistency wins. Yeah, because if you if you wake up one morning every four months to do a stretch, that's not going to get you anywhere. But if you wake up every morning of the week and do your stretches every month and you're going to be a better dancer and practicing in your own time at home you have to practice in your own time because you're not going to get any better if you just show up to class every night yeah and don't put into place those things that you're being told there's only so much time at class isn't there as well yeah and the teachers like to see you going away and coming back having corrected or having listened it just shows that you're really interested and that yeah. makes that makes teaching easier but also more beneficial for you because you get the best out of your teacher when they're like baby the progress is brilliant you worked on that bit right let's go with the next bit rather than you didn't do that that I asked you to do it's already setting up for that sort of that bad tone or that that slower tone for the class doesn't it yeah so consistency is key and that's unfortunately the hardest thing yeah, definitely. Isn't it? The easiest yeah. thing is to go, oh, I'll just do my stretches when I feel like doing them. Yeah. If you did your stretches when you fit, felt like doing them, would you have hit that goal of qualifying or recalling? No. 
No. Never. So it's that. And it's the hard days, the bits that actually get you to reach your goals. Not the easy days when you're in the mood. The hard days when you're, please, mama, don't want to go to class. Please, I need a day off. I'm tired. Yeah. Or I don't feel very well. Or all those days. It's that little, that consistency and that determination to, to get through that that's going to help you hit those goals. Yeah. So how was that? Was that better than you thought? Yeah. It was great fun. Look at you. First podcast. First <laughs> worlds. Well, I'm hoping it's your first podcast. You haven't been on anybody else's podcast, have you? No. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> this one will go down in history then. Yeah. Because <laughs> that with your attitude and your love for chatting, <laughs> well, I feel like an Amy's podcast would be could could be something that we see in the future. Definitely. <laughs> I feel like that would be good, a, a good role for you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. When you when you when people ask you what do you want to be when you're older, you can say a, a podcaster. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Right. Well, thank you so much for joining. I've absolutely thank loved you. this chat, and hopefully, if we've helped one dancer that's in your position, how cool would that be? Great. It would be Very so. Good. And we at Move and Make are super proud of you. Uh, and we know your dancing teachers are too because you work super hard. So now the goal just gets bigger. The work just gets harder. And we know it works now. We've got evidence that it works. Yeah. So let's keep going and see where we can get you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, let us know what your favorite parts of the podcast are and make sure to tag us at Move With Meg when you do share so that we can take a look and so that Amy can see too. Have a really good rest of the day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Meg Talks. Don't forget to share your favourite parts of the episode and tag us on Instagram at Move With Meg with two Gs. And as a special treat, head to movewithmeg.co.uk forward slash Fesh Day Warm Up to access your free video. See you next time. <laughs>